1: jay
2: jay it's time to wake up it's christmas Uh, Why? it's christmas
3: what do you mean i would five more minutes
2: no it's christmas time to open presents
3: (sighs) why are you like this come
2: on get up let's run down the stairs
3: okay (gasps) oh (gasps) do you see that
2: yes i got me a new snowmobile oh mine's all wrapped
3: up i don't even know what this is what
2: do you got what do you got
3: uh, it looks like a brand new spatula Woo! from Spatula City. Love Christmas! Oh, this is the best Christmas ever! Thanks, Santa! Thanks, Santa! Oh, look at this! I got flavors of the forest, uh, Bigfoot breath seasoning. <laughs> you can find this on our on our uh, 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 on dot oh, oh gosh. Oh, I'm going to put this in everything. I'm going to put it in my <laughs> soups. And I'm going to put it in every right. meal I make.
2: All right, That's
3: Flavors of the Forest. Merry Big Christmas, guys.
2: Merry Christmas.
3: Ho, ho, ho. I hope you everyone had a good Christmas this morning. And, you know, maybe it's still at night and uh, your Christmas morning hasn't started yet. And so this is a bit early. So, uh, either way, I hope the rest of your day is amazing from when you listen to this.
2: I am the great and powerful mystery. I'm just Christmas Jolly Jay today. I hope this is not your guys' first episode you've ever listened to of the show. What do you mean? Because I'm drinking.
3: Well, that's okay. Everyone uh, can have a little drink on Christmas.
2: Yeah. Now, welcome to Christmas. Uh, are, you,
3: are you drinking milk?
2: Yeah, actually. By
3: milk, I mean cider.
2: By cider, you mean highly fermented cider. Yeah.
3: Triple jam. Then yes. Oh, okay.
2: Blake's Triple Jam. They should sponsor us. If you know who works for Blake's, tell them they should sponsor us.
3: Yeah. Then we can get Blake's and we can talk about
2: Blake's. All right. That's enough. That's enough free stuff. Yeah. Flavors of the Forest. So they made me not do another Santa is Real episode. But guess what, guys? I snuck it in later in the week. Wait, who's they? You!
3: Well, oh, yeah.
2: We well, did that. But now, I snuck it in later in the week, so... Did you worry. now? Don't worry. Thanks, Dale. Yes. Because it was all because of Dale. The only reason I could get it yes. in Yes. Thanks, Dale. Now, before we get rocking and rolling, I only have one announcement. Oh. Uh, over the last couple months, we've had apparently a lot of issues with our previous t-shirt company. We have a new t-shirt company. If you had a problem with your order, please get a hold of me through any of the emails or socials, and we will get it taken care of. We'll make it right. We'll make it right. So uh, the new t-shirt company is only taking about a week and a half to two weeks turnaround time from ordering to getting your Receiving, items. Receiving, yes. So please, uh, I have everybody's name. I know most people did get their stuff, but I know a couple of people are still missing stuff. Uh, so please get a hold of me. Yeah? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Was that lady? You ever seen her? Merry Chrysler. I don't know, is that the same lady It's like, I'm all fat and sassy. No, that's that's the man. Huh? Wasn't that Lindsay? No, was a Lindsay? little old lady. No, it wasn't Lindsay Graham. Oh, I thought it was Lindsay. Oh, Mike, what's wrong with you? It just sounds like Lindsay. Yeah, it
3: does, but. He said that. Uh, I think you might have watched too many AI videos.
2: Wait. it that... a deep fake. Oh, okay. What are we covering this week for Christmas? What are we covering on Christmas Day? You said the Yule? The Yuletide Boys? (laughs) (laughs) Did you mess it up on purpose, or did you really not remember?
3: I really... A Yule something.
2: We're going to cover the Yule Lads.
3: Yule Lads. That's close. The Yule Lads.
2: The Icelandic Yule Lads. Hmm. How many are there? I think you said 13. Yes, there are. In modern culture, when the season arrives, the 13 Yule Lads descend from the mountains to attend celebrations around the country, playing with children entertaining uh, and revelry and such. They help make Iceland uh, Christmas even more delightful. This, however, is more family friendly than the old Icelandic versions of these legends. Interesting. Yeah. The old ads were probably... Somebody didn't want to be around old style.
0: Though they did not
2: inherit cannibalism from their mother, the Icelandic Christmas trolls were still wildly feared by children, from their creepy and revolting behavior. Even adults in Iceland from industrialization largely believe in trolls. Some, or so many, would have been uh, cautious where these t- truths of these tales in Christmas time. So these trolls? Elves? What are they? They're like little troll people.
3: Okay, and they just come out in Christmas time?
2: Yes. Uh, basically, it's all for their mother, which is the like a massive mountain troll that eats kids.
3: Like from Ernest Scared Stupid?
2: I don't remember I don't know. I don't think I've never seen any Ernest movies.
3: <sighs> That's what's wrong with you. You need to culture yourself.
2: Though each jewel lad has their own unique quirk. They all share features of trolls. It's like a uh,
3: Snow White. Like the seven dwarves. They each have their own like Yeah, know, sneezy, dopey.
2: They are enormous, filthy. They say unintelligent creatures, but they, they do some crafty stuff. Uh, and they're very bestial, mm-hmm. who could only operate in the hours of the night. Should sun cast upon them, they will turn to stone.
3: Oh, yeah! It's just like the Troll Hunters movie.
2: Yes, yeah, both are really good. Yeah, the new one Netflix made is really good, but I love the old one. Oh, I never seen the new one. It's pretty good. Mm. It has the Mountain King. Interesting. Okay, I got to watch that. Yes, it's it's fair. Yeah. All right. It's kind of in the same universe. Kind. You know, it's definitely Ish. it's definitely different. But it's still in the same vein. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they basically, a lot of this stuff is, they were go-catch kids for their mother, and I think it's pronounced Gretha, Gratha, which is this giant, like, almost dragon-esque mountain troll. Gretha. And she's Greta-ta. got a lot of, like, <laughs> Krampus legends also mixed in with her. Okay. With, like, uh, having cages on her back full of children, with oh, the cages gosh. are made of bone.
3: Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's not very Christmassy. Yeah.
2: So we're going to cover the kids one at a time. The Yule Lads? The Yule Lads. Okay. So this is Sheep Clot Clod. Sheep Clot Clod. Would you like me to try to say the Icelandic version?
3: Let's see how this goes. We'll do this one.
2: Sket just here. Okay.
3: I'm not making you repeat that.
2: Sket just here.
3: Okay. I guess you still did.
2: It's not Skat.
3: Okay. That's good it's good enough. Sketty.
2: It didn't look like that harder one. Like it looks kind of phonetical, but it's Icelandic, which could be. It could be not. Yeah. yeah, you could be completely saying the opposite. I had an Icelandic teacher. Ooh, cool. He taught Spanish. That's odd. <laughs> yeah, he was odd. We used to call him Jimmy Neutron because he had in a gigantic head.
3: He's an alien. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So let's talk about sheep clot clod or sheep cot coat. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, what is it? Coat,
2: C-O-T-E.
3: Oh, yeah, coat. I would say coat. Sheep, coat, cod,
2: clod. Mm-hmm. All right. The first lad would to leave the mountains and stir up some trouble around Iceland was sheep caught, caught clod. It's just hard. <laughs> they understand at home. From the 12th of December until the 26th, his modus operandi was to harass the sheep of any household he came across. Hmm.
0: Icelanders would sheep.
2: usually keep their sheep underground in the winter months. Underground? Mm-hmm. So when the sounds of these tremendous bleats would echo up to the house, it was a sign that the clod had found them. Mm-hmm. Such a sound, through common in the winter months, was with storms regularly harassing the flock, became even more ominous, particularly concerning the sheep or the lifeblood of these farmsteads. Right, yeah. In spite of this being a fearsome troll, like many of his brothers, was limited... By his deformities, Ooh. his stiff legs impaired his ability to move. So you know, the best thing to do was to, was hearing him rifle around your animals was to wait it out. Uh, he'd have to move on your neighbors soon enough in order to terrorize as many Icelandic homes as possible.
3: So he wouldn't what he wouldn't actually even do anything. He would just kind of like a, like and make the sheep run
2: around, being nice because this is a family friendly show. Oh, okay. He
3: is harassing sheep. Okay, so doing some bad things to him. Yes. Alright. If you can catch And them. he would
2: take some sheep too. Okay. For later.
3: Mm, more harassment.
2: More more harassment. Okay. Now these he was giant. Yeah. Uh so what they would do, I like remember Iceland's like a lot of volcanic stuff, but they would literally hollow out these big spaces underneath the house. Right. And the keep sheep all their hole. livestock. Yeah. Uh, Chickens and all kinds of other stuff, too, but sheep was the big one. Yeah. Uh, Why sheep was so popular in the olden days is because of their ability to pretty much eat whatever and produce both clothing and food.
3: Yeah, milk and,
2: well, sheep milk. Uh, You know, wool and meat. Mm -hmm. You never had sheep milk? I don't think. I've had a lot of milk. No sheep milk? I've never seen anybody milk a sheep.
3: Oh, well, they're just not doing it right.
2: Mm. Interesting.
3: You need the right uh, apparatus to do it.
2: So what do you think of sheep, cot clod? Well, he's,
3: if they're all going to be like, why is, why are these guys, uh, why are they the Yule lads? It's Yule time. So they, okay. So it has nothing really to do with, it's just like a winter.
2: Yeah. The Yule.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the first one. Yay.
2: This is a good way to start your winter. So, so far, would you take sheep, cot, sheep, cot clod or the windigo?
3: Wow. oh wow. I guess Claude, I guess.
2: <laughs> At the end, I'm gonna ask you basically we're only gonna compare North American winter spirits to uh Europe and
3: I've... I I just got a meme sent to me about that too by uh Jake Dressel. It's pretty funny. Which one? Something about North American cryptids versus Oh yes.
2: It's like the European cryptids are all like funny and cute and beautiful and then yeah. North American cryptids are like wendigos and giant centipede and monsters. Vicious, and, yeah, yeah, and
3: like we'll murder you.
2: Yeah. Because we haven't had this much time to kill all of ours yet.
3: That's all true. Right. Or we have been, and so they grew defensive like now, like immediately.
2: Yeah. Gully gawk.
3: Ooh, I like Gully that. gawk. Oh, no. Gawk. Stop saying it. Why? Oh, oh, you got to pause that over there. Keeps on a... There you go. Uh, golly gawk.
2: hmm Okay. Yeah. Gawk. I, I heard you. <laughs> Gully gawk was the second Icelandic lad to arrive in human settlements, hiding in the gullies around the house, waiting until the residents have fallen asleep.
3: Oh, no, and then he gawks them, doesn't he?
2: <laughs> no, his method of troublemaking was to break into the cow shed to steal any milk available. So he's gawking the cows? He was. In doing so, he robbed the families of key ingredients to saute meats and enjoy other festivities in the season. So we- Not to mention the traditional skier, which is like a dish. Oh, okay. Or a drink, like a drink made with milk. Like eggnog. Yeah, very similar, I think, okay. from what everything at least I've seen. Uh, although only wealthier Icelandic man- uh, people owned cows, most poor people historically lived on farm sta- or on farmsteads of rich, meaning well. Uh, the trolls still affected them. Basically, a lot of these homesteads lid- lived on massive amounts of property owned by richer Icelandic people. Okay, basically Does that make like sense? like the serfs, like yes, king like king yes. of this valley, Yes. And then he had little properties,
3: little gullies and yeah. fjords and gullygok,
2: the gullygok. So he's stealing cows. He would suck on the nipple of a cow to steal all of the milk.
3: Oh, okay. So he wouldn't actually take the whole cow. He just no, yeah. He would just suck the nutrients yeah, out. He would it. take
2: like they would come out and the the. Udders huh. Would be empty in the morning. Oh wow, well.
3: that gullygok. I guess he's better than the sheep, Claude. Is he? I think so. I don't know. Have you seen the pictures? I guess I haven't
2: seen the pictures. I'll show you the picture. I'll, yeah, I'll try to remember for everybody to post these pictures on Facebook. <laughs> oh, he's just little... I don't know if he's doing it for the milk. Or I don't for know if he's a yule things. Lad or just a homeless guy. No, you you can't be homeless in Iceland because you die.
3: No, okay. Well, if you don't go into a house to sleep at night, he's sleeping in the barn for sure. Because I know, actually, I think there's a golly that lives right down the road from us. We play euchre with him. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, he's <laughs> real. Uh, <laughs> he just goes to Iceland in the winter. You ready for this next one? I guess he hasn't been around this euchre season past couple months. Going on to Iceland. and mm-hmm. Get some cow milk. All right, next so, one. So,
2: I'll try to say, oh, did I did I tell you golly real name? Oh, no. Uh, Gilly gagger. Okay, I like it. I think that's actually how it's pronounced. Uh, Stuffier is our next guy. Okay. And it's, his name translated into English is roughly Stubby. Okay. Uh, he has a bald head, a small hair flap on the back. Shut up. Yeah, I was,
3: <laughs> I was waiting. He's four foot tall. No. Yeah, yeah, I am waiting for you to say, once you said bald head, I'm like, oh, this might be me, and then he said hair flap. Okay, <laughs> shut up.
2: No, the third year, old lad, is Stubby. Becoming a nuisance through Iceland and the Christmas by stealing household pans, for their delicious crust that remain in them. Ooh. And he appeared from the 14th to the 26th of December. His appetite was insatiable, but he only wanted the crust out of the pans. I get it. That's where all the
3: seasonings are.
2: While this may not seem like a very terrible crime, historically pots and pans were incredibly valuable to Icelandic people. Yeah. The country had no iron reserves or mining industry of its own, and such goods had to be imported and were extremely expensive. For them to impoverish, for much of these impoverished families, their only possession worth anything of value was the few pans and pots they had. Interesting. So this is one of those things that you know the very when you hear it's kind of goofy, but it goes into explaining like, yeah. no, this was the most expensive item the family had. Right, was maybe two cast iron skillets in a pot in a, in a pot. Right. So if this guy is taking them away, ah, uh, so he's they'd not be just- like. Somebody for Americans taking your car, your most expensive single item,
3: or your gun safe,
2: or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Depending on where you're from. Yeah. So it was. I just thought it was interesting because it's something that doesn't seem like a big deal, right? But but it, when you have to import them over, depends you know, what you see. Yeah,
3: where you are, your culture. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's too bad he just doesn't take it and clean it for you and then put it back. No, yeah, he beats his what brother. What a jerk, with it. stubby! I don't like this guy. I'd rather have a golly gawker.
2: All right. This is where the names, the t- Scandinavian names, get to be unpronounceable.
3: Okay, here we go.
2: There's a lot of I's, e's, and some weird lines above letters.
3: Yeah, and your in your vowel game is. He didn't know Justin as or Mister E as a uh, learning disability. The two
2: learning disabilities.
3: So yeah, got dyslexia. Yeah, and and I,
2: I can't even pronounce the other one. You know, they make them unpronounceable for people that have them. I guess so. No, it's just though no, I have a problem with reading and writing and such. Uh, yeah, especially writing. R- reading. Oh, yeah. Writing I can kinda of force my way through enough to work. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. the shape awards.
3: You can force it, yeah. I can
2: get the shape right, right. roughly.
3: Yeah. It's just the penmanship we could also be somewhere. All
2: right. Ready? Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. That's like twenty letters. Thror, vor, si li I
3: kiri. Now, is this the what's the English translation? Spoon liquor. Okay, let's go with spoon. <laughs> That's better.
2: I'm just going to try to say every one of their name one time because people like it when I mispronounce stuff. Okay. Uh, so the fourth you will add is spoon liquor. Uh, this Christmas troll set out a nationwide tour of mischief on the fifteenth day of December each year. So a lot of these guys operate in like a group of days, mm-hmm. like a couple week period up until the day after Christmas or right. whatever. Uh, some of these are much more hardcore to their dates. Okay. So this is the 15th. I just laugh. The pictures that the artist did of these are just Spoon liquor. the best. So he breaks into homes of these Icelandic families. He licks the spoons of the households in hope of a morsel to eat. Why not just raid the fridge? Spoon liquor's behavior was a result of his strange deformity. What does that look like an anteater? He was grotesquely thin from malnutrition. Usually among trolls who were most often depicted as extremely overweight or a muscular beast. Yeah. He was like a thin, like much more like Wendigo-esque, like skeletal. He's licking spoons. The lesson to be learned from spoon lickers' behavior is less appetite within many of these other yule lads. Or less apparent, I'm sorry, than many of these other yule lads. He probably has silver poisoning. Although it is perhaps as simple to ensure children clean their cutlery.
3: Yeah, I guess. What well, does see, that's the thing. Even if they do clean it, okay, good job. You cleaned it. You still have this guy licking all your spoons. It's it's still gonna be dirty and gross. You might as well leave him a treat. And He's then,
2: giant. He's like fourteen foot tall. Yeah. And like gaunt skeletal. And he has this incredibly like giraffe like tongue.
3: Yeah. I could see it.
2: He looks do you remember uh oh uh, who is it? Uh the newest Kind of animated Scrooge or uh, the Christmas Story.
3: Ooh, I don't know if I've Christmas seen
2: Carol. It. I'm sorry, the Christmas Carol.
3: Okay, yeah, I don't know for sure. Uh,
2: Jim is Carrey. It? Jim Carrey played it. Oh, okay. The most depictions kind of make him look like Scrooge from Jim Carrey's version.
3: Okay, very I, very gaunt, big nose, He's like like they do from the Lemony Snicket's series of
2: yeah, unfortunate events. Yeah, There's the good. other one. Yeah, kind of that kind of old guy. All right. This next one. Oh boy. Is. Oh,
3: that stands for, uh, I have no idea. Come on, give me a guess. Oh, it's not pot sealer or spoon liquor, so it's probably like uh, the dishwasher.
2: Yeah, so close. All right, what is it? Pot scraper. Pot scraper. Okay, that's close. So once again, uh, pot scraper, like many of his other brothers, is from the Christmas hijinks of gluttonous behaviors. Breaking into homes after uh, after another, he seeks out pots of sauce, chunks mm. of roast meat left in a tray, saucepans of seasonal vegetables, and scours or scruffs off everything left over to eat.
3: Yum. This is my kind of guy.
2: <laughs> Pot scraper was no doubt created to encourage children to finish their meals. Leftovers may bring him sniffing at your front door, scratching to get in.
3: Ooh, you better eat it all so he don't show up. It sounds
2: up. like a little, like he sounds like a cat, right? Once again, he's like yeah, twenty foot of, tall. Yeah, and
3: then, but yeah, he smells that little bit of meat. Like, come on.
2: As food scraps were meant to be preserved to last throughout uh, the long winters, as waste was generally frowned upon. This was because no one dared a fishing trip into the treacherous seas in the season, or warned or was, or wanted to slaughter an animal that could otherwise help them sustain their livelihoods in the summer. Mm, okay. So this was a time where they like. Really rationed food. Right, yeah. To get through the winters. Yeah. Because uh, if you went out in the ocean, you were dead. Right. And if you had to kill your cattle, you would kill yourself in the summer. Then.
3: Right, yep. you didn't have nothing then.
2: Yeah, or your sheep or whatever. Yeah. You right. need them for the breeding season after the winter. Right. So, yeah. So this would encourage kids to clean up their bowl because otherwise this giant nasty man comes into your house and licks everything.
3: What's with these trolls and licking stuff?
2: It's just a troll thing.
3: I guess so. They're liquors. <laughs> oh gosh,
2: eschewal liquor.
3: Oh, this one. Which is you got to guess? Isn't get a liquor?
2: Come is he? You got to guess.
3: i oh, butt liquor.
2: <laughs> Bowl.
3: Bowl. Bowl liquor. That's what I said, right? <laughs> it's close.
2: So while Gullygock is out stealing milk, and Stubby is <laughs> munching on crusty pants. <laughs> Pot scraper is scuffing down all your leftovers, and the skinny spoon liquor is doing exactly what his name suggests.
3: Absolutely nothing.
2: Also on the hunt for an easy morsel is the sixth brother, uh, the bowl liquor, and perhaps the creepiest thus far.
3: Okay, that's not good.
2: Bowl liquor's name, or, you know, Ashkavarishor, roughly translated to bowl liquor. He has a reputation for slurping the remains of whatever is left in a bowl. Or rather of a, uh, okay, I'm going to try to say this word right. Mm-hmm. An oshkar.
3: I don't know what that is.
2: Which is an Icelandic type of carved bowl with a lid.
3: Oh, neat.
2: It's kind of like a, I've seen pictures of them. Yeah. It's kind of like a pot with like a handle. It's weird.
3: I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah okay. And they sip like soup from it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
2: Okay. uh, But <laughs> the way he does it is rather nightmarish.
3: What he just sticks his tongue in there, like
2: each night, bowl liquor would quite literally lay beneath a child's bed, waiting for them to finish their nighttime soup or pudding. When they are satisfied, he will readily snatch up the remaining food, guzzling it down himself. Hmm. Perhaps created to get children to go to sleep without, or when asked, and not to indulge in a, mid- not to indulge in a midnight snack. He emphasizes the trope of a monster under the bed.
3: Mm, makes sense.
2: He looks horrifying.
3: Does he look like that? Remember on that episode of Rugrats when Chucky has that monster under his bed? He looks in there and sees it. Remember that? Mm-mm. Oh, I wonder if he looks like that. But then it turns out it's just a sweater.
2: And pretty much uh, he eats cats too. Like if you oh. have cats in your room, he'll just eat, <laughs> eat them as
3: well. He yeah. you know, just don't like cats. Uh, here's a question up for debate. Um is it super not a bowl of cereal? Cold soup or yes or no?
2: Wait, say that again.
3: A bowl of cereal. A super not? Is it soup or not? Oh, soup
2: or not? Yeah. I thought you were saying like some kind of astronaut. Oh,
3: no, no, not like the Black Sabbath song Super not, but soup or not. Is uh, bowl of cereal, cold. Is it cold soup or is it something else?
2: Uh, wouldn't it be gazpacho? Is that the cold soup?
3: Yeah, that's a cold soup. Yeah. I'd say it's a soup. Yeah, so there you go. Bowl no, of cereal. it wouldn't be a soup. Why not? Because there's got a no broth, milk
2: preparation involved.
3: It's milk broth.
2: That's no, not broth. That's one ingredient.
3: So is chicken broth.
2: No. Yeah, it is. No, it's salt, chicken, and chicken. There's that. And water
3: and milk is milk, sugar, and no water. You know, they skim that down. They're making their money. <laughs> Whatever other chemicals think, they pump into it.
2: I'm glad this is the this is the lovely argument we're having in the middle of an episode. I think there could be argument either way. It's like, is a hot dog a sandwich? No, because the bun's not cut all the way in half.
3: Yeah, but sometimes you make sandwiches with just one piece of bread. Like, you just put peanut butter on it and fold it in half. No, that's That's still a sandwich. That's
2: called being poor. Been there. Been there. Yeah. I remember we had peanut butter sandwiches for a month. (laughs) Dad listens to this. I don't know. Dad, do you remember that?
3: (laughs) Yeah. What if you just popped in? Oh, yeah.
2: I'd be surprised because you should be at work.
3: Or a cheese sandwich, just a slice of cheese with...
2: Did that cheese and ketchup?
3: Yep, cheese and ketchup. My sister did cheese and mayo.
2: Ooh,
3: that's too much. She loved it.
2: All right, ready for the next guy? Yeah, what are we at? Number we'll seven? This, yeah, we'll do this next one, and then we'll have our ad break. All right. Uh, Okay. Horde? ask killer.
3: Okay, let's not repeat that one. <laughs>
2: I just read it phonetically. Okay. It's literally,
3: that's how it's spelled. I don't even want to guess what this translates to. <laughs>
2: you got to give me a guess. This guy bothers dogs a lot. Hmm. That's not his only thing. It just, his action bothers dogs.
3: Oh, I still don't want to guess. It's, you're making it worse. You just tell me.
2: Door Slammer. Oh, okay. A.K.A. Sean from Kill the Mockingbirds.
3: Oh, Cabinet Door Slammer.
2: I <laughs> love you, Sean. But the night he was slammed all the cabinets. Were you slamming the cabinets? No? I just watched you do it. You got me. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well. All right. Door Slammer has the uh, uh, modus operandi. He learned from another of his oldest, or one of the oldest horror trips. In English, his name roughly translates to door Slammer. He's a lad that embarks on the 13th day to journey over the festive season. And it's all he intends to do. Until the end of the month, he would sneak into your home, or he'd sneak in from home to home, reach the furthest end of Western Fjord, burst to the center of racism, and break in and bang as many doors in order or in, as he could in order to wake those sleeping inside. What a jerk. It is doubtless that the high winds of Iceland's winter and the makeshift designs of many of the tuft houses in Iceland... Uh, that many of the children would keep wide awake in terror over the Christmas season, fully believing that, <laughs> that you know, Door Slammer was making his rounds to the home. So basically, those Western uh and Bursting in the Center over it's the type of housing. It's like from he'd get all the way in the house and then run through the house, slamming everything. And everybody'd run out and there's nothing there. Okay. What they believe this was created by was these winds rushing through the house because Iceland has. Random, extremely hardcore wins. Okay. And it would be like, and it'd freak these kids out.
3: Wouldn't that happen throughout the year, or why is it just... No, it's winter. Why just winter?
2: Because it sucks. I guess. Keep in mind, we're talking about Iceland.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's up there.
2: All right, so we're... You remember that scar, or scar I talked about earlier? Yeah. The drink? We're going to talk about that now. So, scar grammar.
3: Are we going to take that break, or not yet?
2: Oh... I guess. Let's
3: just do it real quick.
2: Let me get it queued up. All right. Merry
3: Christmas, Jay. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's
2: Christmas. I forgot. You know,
3: there are 65 more days and another Christmas. Ain't that crazy?
2: That sound is popular.
3: Uh, what's it, man? That sounded like that other one. I think that's Gully <laughs>
2: And we're back. Oh shoot, we're back. That's Gully Yeah, probably. All right. What did I say? Score. Score. I think I can't really pronounce this one. Scar. It's like sky r. Okay. But it's Icelandic, so it's not sky.
3: Skiar. 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 Gobbler It is the pirate eater.
2: Skiar gobbler. The meal leading up to Christmas Eve are, without a doubt, some of the best of the year. One can indulge on perfectly cooked poultry, nut roasted, minced pies, gingerbread men, cinnamon rolls, and all other manner of treats. Not my gumdrop buttons. She's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! (laughs) Who lives on Drury Lane? Me and Emily literally just did this last night at like 2 30 in the morning. Oh no. This little back and forth between uh Farquad and the, the gingerbread the, man. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna get into some funny stuff. Okay. So what's I say treats?
3: What's his name translate to?
2: Uh, no, his name is Scar but his real name is like the Scar or Sky or Scar Gobbler. Like he eats the oh. he eats the scar. Okay. In the season in Iceland, however, one dish deserves all the special mention. It's the delicious delicious and creamy scar. So, what's that? It's a healthy, I'm glad you asked. This healthy, tasty, traditional dairy product can be fairly mm. described as one of Iceland's truly most delicious delicacies, especially when compared to dishes such as hawk roll, which is fermented shark meat that rots in, you know. Wow. And hutten sprunger. Ooh. Ram's testicles sautéed. Oh, never mind. Well, this delight is a year-round tradition, scar is particularly a treat over the Christmas season, serving as a refreshment for a number of huge roast meals usually accompanied in the holidays. In terms of Icelandic Christmas folklore, however, people were not om- or were not the only ones craving this delicious, delicious cream. Mm-hmm. It was also the favorite meal of the 8th Icelandic Yolad, scargrammer or Skargobbler, From the 18th to the 30th, this national delight... Was complete by both sweet and savory dishes. we under careful watch should it not fall into the hands of this nefarious troll. Mm, you gotta watch They your would scar. guard this. Yeah. Some people believe these legends so hardcore that they would stay up all night and watch it. Well, that's because it's
3: your uncle, you know, Dave sneaking down and drinking he is the whole so bottle. far
2: the biggest jewel ad we've talked about.
3: Oh, how big is this one?
2: Uh, he barely fits in the house.
3: So more than 14 feet. Yeah. Bigger than spoon liquor.
2: Mm, a lot. But he's also, like, built. Mm. All the pictures of him is, like, he's jacked like the rock.
3: Well, that's what happens when you drink your milk.
2: When you just eat creamy dairy product all year round and you live in Iceland.
3: Just like Jim Harbaugh said, just drink your milk.
2: I don't know. what is that what he said?
3: He said something about just. That's all he drank growing up. Just drink (laughs) milk. That's it.
2: (laughs) I'm laughing at both the names of the next one. Oh, boy. Okay, so this is the longest written name. That's number nine, right? Yeah, I believe so. But junk a knock a okay. But junk a knock, or knocker,
3: okay. The door knocker. Oh. Did I get it right? No,
2: sausage snatcher.
3: <laughs> oh, boy,
2: <laughs> he will snatch your sausage. That's scary. Him and Gollygock get along quite well. I'm
3: sure they do. <laughs>
2: Now, smoked meats is one of the favorite cooking methods in Iceland. Smoked fish and lamb are popular mm-hmm. throughout the year. Smoked fish. As well as smoked sausage, known in Iceland as, literally, balagna. Oh, huh, wow.
3: Like our bologna. Yes. Or my balona. But Ooh, it's my spelled
2: won. phonetically. My hungry one. From the 9th of the 20th, however, vigilance is required in preparing the balagna. It was the only piece of food that the 9th you'll add... The sausage snatcher wanted to get his grubby little hands on. Ugh. Yes. Sausage snatcher had a preferred way of stealing this Icelandic delicacy. It is said that he would break into homes and hide in the rafters, waiting for dinner to be cooked before he swooped down and snatched it all. Wow. Literally, this guy is like a monkey man covered in sausages <laughs> with like sausage legs.
3: So he might eat himself if he goes hungry enough. Yeah. That's kind of frightening.
2: Mm-hmm sausage snatcher I just
3: yeah that's not a it's not a very good name
2: how how festive are these little guys so far
3: uh I mean they they clearly like eating all of them enjoy eating and indulging in what's Iceland it sucks gluttony yeah they're all gluttonous So, so trolls
2: during the European and the US witch trials uh Iceland burnt the fewest witches do you know why
3: because they
2: have no woody trees oh okay so wood is so, most, they have a couple. But it's most such a rare wood resource. It's uh, driftwood. Uh, okay. I think, if I remember, they only ever burnt one or maybe two. And she was literally a lady that said she was a witch and threw stuff in people's faces and said that they were cursed. Yeah, I would have burnt her too. Yeah, so it wasn't like uh, like a lot of the Salem witch trials or the European witch trials yeah. where like, they're just women that probably wanted a right, like a, one right maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe go outside one time,
3: show a little ankle, yeah. from time to time.
2: Uh, this this was an old like hag that would literally throw water balloons full of cat pee in your face and be like, "You're cursed."
3: Yeah, yeah, she needed burnt.
2: Yeah, like, all right, well,
3: well, we'll waste a tree on you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're worth the driftwood. <laughs> what do you think of these guys so far?
3: Um, they're, they so again, they're hungry. Yeah, they're hungry trolls. I mean, they're they're not festive at all. I don't want these guys around for Christmas. Why would you want that?
2: How very much white American of you.
3: I guess. I mean, I don't know why the white is attached to it, but <laughs> I don't want these guys around my uh, spoons or my pots or my bowls or my sausage or my, my cows. Your I cows? I don't have any cows, but I still, if I did, I don't want them around them.
2: All right. This is going to be your favorite one. I can guarantee it.
3: We'll see if he beats the golly gawker.
2: The. Okay, there's like there's five G's in this word. Oh gosh, five. All right, ready. Gook, gook, gonger. Okay. Gook, 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 gonger. I think you
3: nailed it. What's that translate to?
2: <laughs> I want you to guess.
3: I can't on that one. Come on. I don't know what this one is. The the garlic snatcher. The
2: window peeper. Oh boy. Oh boy. Literally is a peeping Tom. This is the 10th you'll add. Oh, he's a peeping Tom. Okay. the Descendant from the festive season was perhaps the creepiest of all. You think? The window peeper. Considering the darkness of Iceland's winters. This, I mean, keep in mind, this is truly like right. as dark as it gets.
3: No, no sunlight up Being there. Being above ground. Yeah.
2: Uh, was <laughs> where there were only four hours of sunlight on the day of Christmas. It takes little imagination to picture the fear a child must have felt passing the window of their homes on Christmas night, terrified that there is some fearsome troll that may be looking upon them. Like several of the other characteristics mentioned above, the or the window peeper, chilling behavior was designed a way to scare children from going outside in the dark winters, which could be for a young child a death sentence. Yep, it was only. It was also a reminder that the child eating garla garla i can never say her name the mother troll
3: oh yeah, yeah the yeah um what did you say go Goathe, Goathe, gotha yeah it's something i don't remember
2: had eyes across the country looking out for mischief she ate a lot of bad kids
3: yeah she'd
2: eat any kid but specifically like bad kids
3: but she had her peeping toms out there scouting out
2: and the picture of this guy is absolutely creepy supposed to his whole face was supposed to take up a window Jeez. Like uh, like Drop Dead Fred when he got his face smashed in the never fridge? never seen it.
3: Oh, darn it. Good reference there. That's a golden reference. When he gets his face smashed in the fridge and he pulls it out and it's as big as a window.
2: All right. Gothifer. This is the next one? Yep. Number 11? Yeah.
3: Give me a guess. Gothifer?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. Last one was window. This is the... We already had a door knocker, so this is probably the the roof crawler. Oh,
2: the almost... chim
3: the chimney sneaker,
2: the doorway sniffer. Oh
3: my gosh, it's not a sniffer.
2: The doorway sniffer may have come into folklore due to the whistling breath of the wind creeping through the Icelandic doorways of the drafty, tufted houses. No, similar to the window people and the door slammer, the idea of the, him creeping into your home to cause mayhem haunted the nightmares of most Icelandic children. This is an exaggeration by the fact that, uh doorway sniffer, I almost read his normal name, was renowned by his enormous nose. Gosh. He could smell your thoughts. Massive, even for his kind, which trolls are known to have extremely large noses. Yeah. Like proboscis monkeys and stuff like that. Okay. The reason for his sniffing was also extremely nefarious. He was forever seeking his favorite meal, which included the delicacy of Lufenbrod which is leaf bread? This delicious treat was only baked during the Christmas time, making it often cherished family affair, especially in the extreme far north of Iceland.
3: Leaf bread?
2: Mm-hmm. Sounds it awful. They had a leaf on it. No, it was like a sweet, like a sweet treat. Oh, okay. But it's like design, the like way they cut in the top.
3: Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense.
2: No, it was, it was supposed to be like one of the best things, kind of like a cookie cake. Mm. Like as a kid, you know.
3: It's or a cake. I- ice cream cake
2: now they had they were, it was cold it was always cold they didn't want ice cream
3: oh wow well. No, i mean it's comparable it's like cake but it's also ice cream all in one Ugh.
2: it was notable for being a very round thin fried and decorated with an intricate pattern which is usually a leaf oh. mm-hmm. those are renowned for their detailed design in particular umbridge with the uh, doorway stiffer, as he would often steal the leaf bread from the, he could be impressed the most like the most impressive piece of bread. Gotcha. So the people that had the best leaf bread were the ones that got robbed.
3: Yeah, it makes I mean, obviously if your if your nose works that well, you're only going to go for the best. <laughs> All right. A lot of these sound like uh tendencies of someone in our government. But go on. Next one.
2: Kink and Cooker.
3: Oh my gosh. What's he? Like the the underwear stealer?
2: Ooh. No, he has a very scary name. Okay. Just Meat Hook or Sharp Meat Hook. Oh, wow. Okay. wonder what he does. (laughs) You want to guess? He's a murderer. He's like a normal guy with like an 18-foot-long giant meat hook he swims around. For what reason? To eat you.
3: Okay, so he's going after people.
2: No, uh, No, he's like a little. He's one of the little world trolls, but he does have a... Pretty large meat hook was so sharpened.
3: Overcompensating for something?
2: So, Christmas cutlery traditions are very specific between families. There's one common uh, central feature of most festivities, and it's the meat. Basically, yeah, they'd hang meat inside the house. The Icelandic folklore, however, is a target for thievery from the 12th and the prominent, you'll add, the meat hook. Lurking where he has access to the kitchen, behind doors, under tables and cupboards, and so on and so forth. He would lay in wait for the meat of any dish to be slapped onto the counter, and as soon as it was, he could avoid capture. He would pull out his long, rusty, sharp meat hook, snag himself the centerpiece of the family meal, and run away. Wham! Unlike his brothers, who only sought smoked sausage, like you know, the sausage stealer. Yeah, uh, meat hook wasn't discriminatory. He tasted everything, and he wanted all of the meat. He would literally torture some families repeatedly, uh, to where they would starve to death,
3: just to get their meat. Mm-hmm. His hands on their meat.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't like this guy. He is. Yeah, I don't really like any of them. Be honest.
2: Save your overall opinions for the end, sir. Okay. Okay. We got the last one, right? Yeah. Of course, you're gonna snacker. Oh, okay. The scariest one of all.
3: The Nutcracker.
2: The Candle Stealer.
3: Ooh, the Candle Stealer. Once
2: again, this may be lost on our American listeners. Why? uh, How scary this actually is. Because? We don't live in perpetual night in the harsh winter during your only light source is candle, and this giant hairy troll comes in like horror movie style and just puts it out, and then the rest of those brothers rush in. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, this guy, so let me read the thing. The final you'll add is the Candle Stealer or candle beggar. He emerges only on Christmas Eve in Iceland. Like his 12th brother, his name is self-explanatory, although the consequences of his hijinks are more, more troublesome than any other appear. In the past, candles were incredibly valuable to Iceland, providing light throughout the darkness. As noted, this lasted for over 20 hours a day on Christmas. Dang. It was like pitch black for 20 hours a day. Yeah. Candles are only available tool for Icelanders to enjoy the historically favored pastime of reading. And over Christmas in Iceland, everyone getting together and reading is an old family tradition. They would literally get like book clubs for Christmas time and just read their favorite books. We need
3: to bring that back. Enough of these cell phones. Enough of these televisions. No, because we need
2: to attract candle stealer. The custom makes candle stealer's antics more and more troublesome. His intent... Was not even to use the candles to enjoy novels or poetry. Instead, he sought only to munch on them—the tallow that was inside the candles.
3: Oh, old school candles!
2: To get as much of the tallow as possible, he made sure he took it from from the easiest target in the household—the children's. By following them into their bedrooms, or reading or in their reading nooks, and robbing them straight from their hands. Wow! Literally, this giant troll. Yeah, would, like because it trolls, so they're fae. Right, right, yeah. So he show up in your room and just reach down
3: and grab your candle out of your put hand, put it out.
2: Yeah, and then he'd take it. Now you're in a dark room with a monster.
3: Right, that's stealing your candles, eating them, and you just... never had a tallow candle before. I heard beef tallow is really good to fry things in. Like that's what they that's what McDonald's used to use before. Yeah, they switched to seed oil and hydrogenated fake. Uh, yeah, you know, understand. so Candle
2: Stealer, without a doubt, was the most intrusive Yule lad and one of the most upsetting to kids and adults alike. Mm. All, however, couldn't take solace of the fact that he was the last. Good, and in 13 days, he and all of his brother's mother and her cat, which maybe will be next year's thing, would be back in their caves in the northern Iceland, laying dormant until the next Yule tide. Today, now all the Yule ads are much more family friendly. They tend to give more than they steal. They've definitely uh modernized the legends. Okay. Much more Christmassy. Much more like uh, uh this Heidi show I watched. And I was a kids show, but it's 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 pretty good. They had the Yule ads in one, and they kind of do the same thing, but they're much more elf like. Okay. They're much smaller now, and, and you know more adorable. So they made them more uh, likable, I guess. Yes. Uh, keep in mind the original traditions. Of most of these are either gi- they're most of them are giant, yeah, or at least man sized, big and horrifying to look at,
3: right? Which is probably the truth behind them all. And now they're just making them.
2: Oh, these guys
3: are good. You can invite them now, in your house. They'll clean your a lot of reading, for and you. I know we
2: got a lot of new listeners. Uh, you know, generally, what we do is at the end we go through. So, what do you think of the Yule ads? I'm not a fan of them. Now, I do think for Iceland specifically. Uh, they do teach important lessons. Yeah. Like not to waste candles. And not to waste food. Not to waste food. Clean, clean your, your stuff. utensils. Like, I think it's all about... Scrub your pots and pans. Either teaching a lesson or explaining a natural phenomena. But we talked about that in European folklore. We talked about yeah. that in U.S. folklore. Uh, the world, right? I don't,
3: I don't want to know what natural phenomena that, uh, that, like, licks all your spoons. No, I'm
2: talking about the wind, the door slammer. Oh, and, okay. Like the smell. Yeah, like, that one. The big smelling of breath. And the reflection one... One of the articles I was reading talked about that the way like the windows would freeze yeah. is it would almost like a magnify your face. Mm. So a lot of these kids would look and they would see a bigger version of their face. The and window. Absolutely freak out. The peepin' Tom.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Which I, you know, when you're told of these monsters and legends and then right, you yeah. look in the window and it's pitch black.
3: And you see a face that's all warped and stretched out. Yeah. Be A little scary.
2: And it's death outside.
3: Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, these are
3: pretty scary stories to be telling kids.
2: Yeah, and like I said, they're much more modernized now. Yeah. But we did Trolls, and I do think there's this mix of real-life and r- real life encounters and some good educational At, folklore. Folk, yeah, folklore, yeah. Where that folklore is specifically made to teach kids. Right, yeah. Like, uh, we talked about this long, long time ago with the Frogman. The Kentucky version of the frog band may have been, and this was like seventeen, eighteen hundreds, 1800s, was made to keep kids away from the Ohio River. Yeah. But it may have had people have seen frog people. They probably didn't do anything.
3: Yeah, they just but they're took like, it and ran yeah. with it to teach a lesson. Because
2: you tell, you tell your kids there's a big alligator down there, they're going to go mess with the alligator. Right, yeah. When you make it more uh, humanized, it's like it's really man. scary. It's yeah. really scary for kids.
3: Uncanny Valley. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
2: So what are your thoughts about this kind of troll legends?
3: I mean it's pretty cool, they're fun to learn about, but they're all uh each number one is some sort of gluttonous uh uh thing, you know, attached to it. So
2: And that's we talked about this. Uh cracking a beer, just a warning. I mean a Yule beverage.
3: Yeah, a Yule tide <coughs> beverage.
2: Man, it's still only noon. Oh boy. What was I saying? Oh, with trolls. A lot of the What they did was change a lot by the Catholic Church. Mm. When they started, uh, I guess, the rewriting the Bible? Invading Northern Scandinavia and Iceland and stuff. And yes. Conquering? Yes. Politely suggesting with the sword that this is now your new religion. I don't care that you're hungry. No, not that. Oh. We still, got, we still got 12 minutes. Oh, gosh. Fill, fill the time. Well, we're, now you made me get off track.
3: Sorry. Belly hurts. No, okay. that we're still sick.
2: Trolls are very intelligent, and trolls were scary. Yeah. Like when we did our trolls episode, they were very scary. They could eat you. They could kill you.
3: Not anything you really want to be a friend with but, or invite into your home.
2: No, but you remember, they did. They had friendly ones. They had accords with trolls. Like the trolls would come into town once a year to trade goods and stuff like that. That's right, yeah. And they had the old, the old stained glass picture of a troll like strolling through town, yeah, like a sixty foot tall troll coming into they, town with ore on its back.
3: I think they used to exist.
2: I think they still probably do. I just think they're extremely rare.
3: And they know, like that yeah. newest,
2: the newest Troll Hunter movie came out, and that's what it talked about. Uh. Is it that literally? It was they blamed the Catholic Church going through and literally killing all the trolls.
3: Hmm. Wouldn't it be, I mean, the Crusades.
2: And then why trolls attacked churches was the bell. Hmm. they have hypersensitive hearing hmm. and the bell was just way too loud and it would either right. put run, off
3: some frequency that gave them migraines
2: it would run off all the little trolls yeah and then the big ones are big enough to or, remember, fight back
3: remember the great headache
2: there you go with giants
3: yeah see giant trolls now, giants, it's In
2: just... I think it's Sweden it may be Switzerland but I think it's Sweden they have a troll rock in front of one of their the oldest churches in that country Oh wow which as they said was from the mountains a troll had thrown at them
3: yeah, thrown down, and
2: it was missed by like thirty or forty feet.
3: Could have been a slide rock bolter.
2: No, it threw it. And it oh, okay. didn't just crawl.
3: Oh, okay. Yes, you never. Did. Yeah, that's North American.
2: Well, anything to add?
3: No, it's a Merry Christmas. Hope everyone has a merry, well, Christmas and a happy holidays, happy New Years. Um. But yeah.
2: This is Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us this year. Yeah. It's been absolutely amazing. We're wrapping up season five, right? Or season four. Getting ready for season five. Season five, five yep. Uh, so
3: A lot coming down the pipe.
2: There will be at least two more episodes of Chicago Mothman coming. Maybe three. It's, I really hope not.
3: Yeah, me too.
2: But I think it's gonna be, th- it's at least two.
3: We'll just see what happens.
2: It, we'll just see what happens. We'll
3: cross that bridge when we get there.
2: But everybody's been liking it so far, it seems. Okay. Except I can't pronounce Cicero. That's okay, because I kept calling it Cairo.
3: Oh, it's okay. You apparently let me, it's Cicero. Should let me read it. It's spelled very similar. Can you start letting me read the weird words. Nope. All right. It's
2: been tradition now.
3: At this point, yeah.
2: Once again, I've been the great and powerful mystery, and
3: I've been Christmas Jay.
2: We'll catch you next week with more exciting fun stuff. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us a five star review, and remember there is always extra content on Patreon slash Crips of the Corn com. And don't forget, stay magical.